afternoon, everyone. You are listening to the Jeremy Says Podcast, where I say some things for myself and my dear family. I love you guys. Today, I want to talk about community. In ecology, community is defined as a, a group of interdependent organisms of different species growing or living together in a specified habitat. I love that because of the word interdependent and because it's always important to remember we belong to the ecology as much as any other living creature. I believe all things are interdependent. It means we're all connected somehow. But what does this feel like? According to a Google search, community can be a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. And a simple example is the sense of community that an organized religion can provide. So in my past, what has been my community? Now, looking back, I talked about in, when I lived in the desert, I did feel a strong connection to my community there because Neighbors, you know, they would look out for us. They'd take care of the kids. And people would be proud of our accomplishments. I feel like in small classrooms, I've always felt very much connected and um, paid attention to. You know, there was enough time for teachers to see my own skills and to recognize me. Uh, when I moved to Montana, though, I remember feeling very uh, disconnected for a while. And I had to I had to make friends with new people. I had to make new friends, of course. And in middle school, um, you know, in middle school, I had to make new friends and try new things. But really, I started. That's one place where I started to learn who more of who I am. And discovering what community meant to me. In those times, I remember starting to go a lot more toward my religious community because a lot of my friends were that way. They were connecting with their religion, and I felt it was a good, good thing to do. Uh, after I left middle school and high school, though, I made it to college, and in college, I had a lot of disconnection with my community. There were ways that I could have connected more, but I think overwhelmingly, I was I was involved with so many different communities different experiences from people who are all at the same university. And, you know, being one of the only people of color, a brown man in a, in a predominantly white institution, did affect me as well. You know, it's not like it was much different from anything else. I've always been kind of isolated in my um, racial experience, being the only brown family usually around for a while. And in our churches, we've always felt that way, being the only brown kids in our schools, being the only brown kids. And so in college, it wasn't too much different than that. But as an adult, you do start to see those things. You look at it and say, why do I feel like the exception to the rule? The rule being that mostly black and brown people don't go to college. It didn't feel right. I felt kind of alone as I didn't see anybody else that looked like me in college, a university setting where knowledge and 
in a sense, um, uh, a sense of economic power was being given to those of us who were earning a license or a degree to earn more money and to advance in our, our, our lives. Because I thought that that's what I was doing by going to college was getting more skills and getting more professional so that I could make more money. That was the main reason I went to college. Um, but in college, I did start to learn a lot. I learned, in a way, a sense of community that I had to search for. I studied uh, Latin American studies and Spanish in college. And yeah, I did begin building and rediscovering my community in that way. So let's step back for a second and think about the broader history that I started learning about, a brief history of the Americas. You know, it's fitting that recently Thanksgiving was celebrated in our country, which can also be seen as a, a national day of mourning for the indigenous or native peoples of our, of our continent. You know, imagine living in those times as an indigenous person or a native person here. The European settlers, colonizers, were not unlike invaders or you know, kind of a zombie apocalypse where, <laughs> where every day it was like another option for how you could be killed by these zombies. It's a dangerous world to live in when, when there is a seeming sense of looming uh, end of the way things have been. You know, one day things are fine, next thing you know, some of your family is missing, some of them have been killed by a disease, communities, vast communities killed by disease, or some kind of warfare. So dropping that uh, analogy of the zombies, just realizing, you know, Europeans brought with them their own culture, their own crops, um, their weapons, their disease, and also their religions. Uh, a lot of the Americas was colonized by Spanish and Portuguese, and that brought with it a lot of Catholicism. Um, but also, the Americans, the Americas of the North had a more uh, English settlements, which were a lot more Protestant, um, and that made a difference as well. You know, and over the course of American history, a lot of religions were born in, in within the American continent, uh, including Mormonism. And you know that that made sense. It's a very the ideals of Mormonism are very much aligned with a lot of the ideals of Manifest Destiny of the time, where it was the you can just feel a lot of the American idealism coming through. It made sense, for example, um, Mormon pioneers who were settlers going moving west um, to have large families, and that large families was very like a utilitarian I idea of of more workforce, more more security in that way. So large families led to polygamy as well. So back to myself or ourselves, who are we within the community? Our family connected with Mormon fundamentalism through the colonial project, you know, like work projects, and that also included religious indoctrination. 
Long ago, Mexico had been ravaged by its political instabilities from the Mexican Revolution in the 1910s. Um, so these, in those times, efforts to relieve poverty in rural Mexico were welcomed. Uh, later, our great-grandfather, who served as a typewriter mechanic for the U.S. Air Force in World War II, had engineering skills, and after that war, he'd spent time in Mexico. Our amazing grandmother married our grandpa Reynoso in the mid-1900s, and our dad later married our mom from the same colony. When I was younger, I didn't know what colonia in Spanish meant. It means colony, a land of colonized people. It means one culture was imposed upon another existing culture. So by definition, during those times, a great erasure occurred during that process of colonization. So today, whose history is now told? This is important to me because community is built upon relationship and good relationships are built on trust in each other, honesty, and truth. One of my favorite books is called To Know As We Are Known, Education as a Spiritual Journey by Parker J. Palmer. In this book, the author states, In truthful knowing, we neither infuse the world with our subjectivity, as pre-modern knowing did, nor hold it at arm's length, manipulating it to suit our needs, as is the modern style. In truthful knowing, the knower becomes co-participant in a community of faithful relationships with other persons and creatures and things, with whatever our knowledge makes known. We find truth by pledging our troth and becoming and knowing becomes a reunion of separate beings whose primary bond is not of logic, but of love. So in college, I did a deep search for much of my history. I had experienced a lot of things that had made me doubt the truth of the faith of my fathers. Most importantly, the idea that colonization is so widespread throughout the history of the world. And I've been learning more every day. In a sense, I've been learning to love myself in a way that, predominant, that the predominant culture of the U.S. never taught me. For over 10 years, I've been researching the history of the Americas in an attempt to decolonize myself. I've read so much written in Spanish and in English. I love searching for the truth. I crave to be a co-participant in a community of learners always connecting with knowledge. So who can I be? Anyone. But I am a collection of my history. And my community is a huge part of myself. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope that this message helps you to reflect a little bit about who your community is and what you're doing to be part of a community. Um, thanks, everybody. And... Oh, oh, as I promised last time, I do want to tell you a little bit more about my home buying project. I still haven't bought a home, but I'm looking forward to doing so. And I hope that maybe tomorrow, Monday, I will have more, uh, more of an update. So stay tuned. I'll see you guys later. Love you all. Bye.